Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sligo Show podcast with myself, Brendan Tierney. Don't forget, check us out on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Be sure to leave us a like and subscribe if you like what you're seeing. I hope you enjoy the show. So back to tonight's show and our special guest is the one and only Nicola McEvely, local actor amongst many things. Welcome to the show, Nicola. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Great to be here. It's right. Great to have you. (laughs) I know. Anywhere at all live is great fun. I know. So uh, I suppose we'll get straight into it. And I suppose for anyone that may not know you, you know, tell us a little bit about your background. Obviously born and bred and grew up in Sligo. So what was your story growing up around the town? Well, I was actually born in Cavan because my mother's from Cavan. So uh, they were there for Christmas and I was like, not missing this. (laughs) So I arrived in Cavan. Uh, But yeah, bred... Bread and buttered in uh, in in Sligo, Same yeah, time. Cleaver, Cleaver Road, yeah, yeah. Okay, I went so. to the Mercy Primary School and then went to the Ursuline. Crossed, I crossed the town. Over oh, was to that the, not allowed? Is it? Yeah, you're oh, supposed yeah, to stay yeah, at the I side of the permission. tracks. Is it? <laughs> You had to get a pass. I had to get a pass. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I got it anyway, okay. and uh, yeah, I went to the Ursuline. And. Was it there where you started, let's say, treading the boards or getting into the acting world? Yeah, it was probably a bit before that. I'd say I was around 10, 10, 11 uh, sort of age. I was really fascinated with it before that. My brother was really into drama and he's a bit older than me. So I would have been going to like this Ligo Fun Company shows in the Hawkswell mm. and the drama circle and the Fesh even, all those kind yeah, of things, yeah. watching him. I just love it, you know. But I was 10, yeah, around that age before I... I got into a, got one into proper. It. Did you did you join up at any of those groups yeah, at the time at that I went, age? Mm, yeah, okay. I, th- I can't remember which came first. Whether I did, I think I went to speech and drama first with Walt McDonough and Mary Finnegan, and um, did uh, you know the the little plays and the fesh and that. And then when I was uh, ten going on eleven, I was Annie. Oh, okay. So that was it. Like, you know, that was just... Um, that was that, some jump. That like, was, that's a huge role of that yeah, 10. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of went, whoa. Yeah. Uh, so that was like the Sligo phone company was just, you know... Yeah. And I think Sligo was very lucky that there are so many theatre groups that yeah. people of all ages can get a, have a chance yeah. to, to get on the stage. So I suppose you, yeah. you were lucky that... And different age. types, you know, the drama yes. and then the kind of music type. Yeah. Yeah. So much so. Well. And yeah. like there's the more serious ones, there's the more fun ones, yeah. there's the more musical side of things. Yeah. So then progressing on from there mm. up to the teenagers doing all the shows here. Yeah. And then like when it came to college, did you go, I'm going to, was it straight into acting college? You went to London, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to drama school straight away from my leaving cert. So, okay. um, yeah, I just I just knew I wanted to work in theatre because I was just so fascinated with theatre. And then when I was, I suppose, 17, uh, like between fifth year and sixth year, I did yeah. this thing in the UK. It was a international youth theatre and I was over in Canterbury and Kent in England. And I was over there and meeting people there the same age as me who were going on to try to get into drama schools that okay. I sort of learned all about that, that you could actually be an actor for so as a profession. you were there over for like a week or a weekend it thing like, and that's yeah. where you learned all oh, these mm. things exist and I can do this. Yeah, we did a play. It was a month, yeah. Oh, yeah. a month? Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And did did people at home, mum and dad, go, oh yeah, of course go off to acting school? No, or? yeah. They were sort of, because I was so single-minded about it yeah. and I think they were just glad I had a passion and yeah. a root that I wasn't, you know, wondering what I what, what I was wanted to do. Do you know? Yeah. I think it was kind of handy that, you know, that's half the battle sometimes, isn't it? No, like, if you enjoyed doing it and as you said they, they're interested so I'm sure most parents yeah. are like great look, let's see where it goes and yeah, whatever happens yeah, happens yeah. Yeah. and it wasn't just any acting school I know you went to the same acting school as some really famous actors Gary Oldman Tom Hardy Michael Fassbender oh yeah she's they, me pals you know? <laughs> <laughs> I 
would you ever have met them or, or was there other people you know household um, names down the years in that when your era in the college um, uh, yeah actually I uh, know I never met any uh, uh, any of them but uh, yeah we were definitely following in their footsteps you know you could feel that was uh, my first drama school then I went I did a master's then in okay. another one and um, there was like Judy Dench and everything went there so you're like oh my god it's right, amazing okay. so, um, but uh, yeah like a lot of people from my year are doing very well you know okay. it takes a while to kind of get going and they'd be doing well but then just as many actually more don't you know, uh, you know I imagine it, it, is, it is a tough tough yeah. industry like yeah, you know? yeah and I suppose from what you learned in Sligo when you're young and then to go into that yeah. big let's call it the more professional world yeah. what kind of would you say is the main couple of things that you really learned there like oh, what made the difference gosh. there made you better at your trade well the first thing they said to us when we went to drama school is that there'll be no more acting like acting is about, you're like, oh, really? I think we're in the wrong place. Uh, acting is actually about telling the truth. Okay. So we're going to teach you for the next three years. You're going to learn how to kind of um, research characters and roles and find out what the truth is okay. and tell it truthfully. So, okay, okay. so that, I kind of, that kind of sticks with me. And then, of course, just, uh, you know, training, like being fit physically. And, you know, it's a mind, body, soul thing. Okay, so so now, just, when I, okay, so to be ignorant about it, I mean, it's not fitness like we know in a gym. Is it fitness that's related to doing certain things in a role or is yeah. just actually being fit? Uh, being fit. Right. Being okay. fit and able, especially if you're doing a play for a couple of months, you know, True. and you're running yeah. around a lot. Yeah, but also fitness in terms of the, the craft as well, of, you know, yeah, creating yeah, a yeah. character. and mm, Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sure it's, it is a mental drain sometimes yeah. to try and get in there and, yeah, yeah. and learn it all yeah. and get it right. And the business right. as well. The business is hard. The business side of it, you know going for roles, not getting them and, you know, keeping the momentum going. And, and so know. they would have they would have taught you, you know, for doing auditions and stuff like that as well. They trained you in all of that element yeah, as well. They, so it wasn't just the, the actual skill and yeah, it's actually yeah, proper business yeah. stuff they as well. They could have spent more time on that now. <laughs> <laughs> and tax returns. They probably could have oh, spent more time God. on that yeah. too. Yeah. No, no. That's, but, uh, I don't think anyone finds yeah. fun for that. Yeah. So you went there for, how many years were you over there in London? I was actually, I stayed then after all my training. So I was, I, I was there for nearly 11 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. And working uh, yeah, yeah, then? working, okay. you, you know, like jobbing, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then I did some other things as well. Like I, I produced some film there and uh, we started a theatre company together, a gang of us when we all left. And um, then I decided at one point I was going to work in casting. So I worked for um, Hubbard's, that famous family of casting directors. Okay. They're actually Irish, but they're based in right. uh, London. They like they did the commitments. That was their first big Those show. Big and then okay. they did like all Lord of the Rings and all those. So I worked as um first as an intern for a while and then um I got a job with them just kind of on off like assisting okay. things. And which is cool. Did you think at any point, oh yeah actually I don't like being on stage or on in camera. I actually prefer this casting. Uh, Oh, I think it was the other way around. I think the casting made me go, oh, actually, I think I actually want to be doing what you're my way. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And, and that, that was actually the beginning of coming home as well. And that's what I was going to say yeah, next. Yeah. So obviously the lovely sea air of Sligo drew you back home again. Yeah. And was there any one particular reason or what, what kind of changed Yeah, loads of reasons, really. Like as, as amazing as London is, I felt like I was missing a lot in Ireland. I was missing out on a lot of those kind of big shows that were made here and things mm-hmm. that I felt I was more suited for, do you know? Yeah, yeah. So I felt like well why can't I have the the, the all of it you know why can't mm. I like widen the net and be more available for stuff here and okay. and it was Roz Hubbard from Hubbard's who one day in the office things were a bit uh, stressful or whatever it was a lot very work film is kind of stressful sometimes yeah. and uh, she goes oh will you just go home to Ireland and act I went well actually do you know I will 
Okay, Will you help me? <laughs> Simple as that. So yeah. So it wasn't necessarily homesickness, right? You kind of seen from a career point um, of view. You thought it was it was homesickness as well, though. Okay. I think I was homesick the whole time. Oh, right, I was okay. there going. I, I can't pass Knock Airport now <laughs> without feeling that pang of homesickness. So okay, yeah, just reminds you. Uh, yeah, never really settled. Yeah. Okay. And do you miss London at all now? Like, um, you just still go back, or I I love going back when when it's work that brings me there. Do you know? Yes, but okay. the thought of living there again, I don't think so. No. Just a bit too busy. Yeah, it's just um, it's a hard city to live in if you can't pursue your your passion, I suppose, okay, what you're yeah, there yeah. for, you know, and that most people are there if they're not from London, they're there for a particular reason. So, mm, yeah. yeah. And, and coming to a bit forward the last year and a half, I imagine you were really glad you came back to Sligo and we're oh, here for the lockdown. Yeah, yeah, and how yeah. was it for you? I mean, obviously, yeah. professionally, I presume everything more or less stopped. The first few months were were just like, well, looking back, they were horrendous at the okay. time. You're like, oh, my God, but just so much work cancelled and, you know, work for later in the year when you think, oh, it'll be over by then. Yeah. And then suddenly you, you, everything's gone. So, yeah, it was hard. I think we found our jive, you know, a few months in and then, you know, things sort of came back in different ways. So we, we were able to carry on as best as we could. But yeah, it was, and, it was like, could you just take a complete stop for a while? Go, I'm not going to wreck my head sending tapes in or, well, you know, yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah. Just lose and a bit of a There was something nice to, about that, actually. A break, go, yeah, headspace. No one's getting the job because there's no jobs to get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're yeah. all in the same boat, which was nice. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe there was a, a, a slight part of my brain switched off. But then, you know, there's always the like, oh, you know. You're wondering okay, when is Will... When will it all come yeah. back again? Like, yeah. When you, will it come back? When, lockdown, did you find you missed the whole work side of things more or was it the social life and, you know, friends and that, you know, what was oh, the most difficult yeah. part? Um, I think I missed, I think I missed work more. Yeah, because I'm, I'm lucky living in the town, you know, you go for your walk mm. and you'd all sort of meet someone, you'd shout across the road yes. even. So you'd get, like that fix would do you for a few yeah, days. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think I missed when out working. Yeah, as much as anything. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, yeah. I suppose you would live in the town, so you were lucky. You had lots of nice spaces to walk around. Yeah, just, we're very lucky yeah, inside yeah. the town here with yeah, that. Yeah, so There's so many lucky. beautiful spaces to walk around. Yeah. You know, even even within the two K. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just, you couldn't get to the beach, but you could get. You know, lucky. you'd you'd see you'd see people at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can imagine. So now we're going to talk a bit more about your actual acting, you know, career and what you've done and that. Mm. So, like, regarding you've done, I don't know how many shows. I can only imagine how many or different roles. So you've done TV. Film, stage, the whole shebang, and voice acting as well. Uh-huh. Out of all the shows you've done, whether it's a theatre or, or TV, what was your favourite show you've ever performed oh, in? Oh, goodness gracious. Um, oh, it's so hard to pick. Um, do you know, I suppose the one that kind of sticks with me most is the first time I ever worked at the Abbey Theatre. Okay, like, uh-huh. um, for loads of reasons, because it was a Tom Murphy play and it was one of the last in his lifetime, you know, so yeah. he he was kind of on hand with, you know, to <laughs> decipher the script. But it just, it, it, it feels a big deal working there, it's you know. I came, like, yeah, yeah, I'm in there, like what yeah. a whole hallowed turf, I, like. Like I felt the boat, like I tried to be cool, but I did, I did kind of feel the momentum of it, you know. It was, but it was very cool. nerve wracking at the same time, even though you loved it, was it? I loved, I loved every second of it. It was definitely yeah. nerve wracking, but in, in, in all the right ways, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's a good way, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it's really nerves cool. mean you're living, I often say, you know. So yeah, you can put yourself out so there, true. like, you know. Yeah, and yeah. then regarding actual roles, like is there one role you've ever performed that you go, oh my God, I do that a hundred nights a year all the time what character do you love um, oh gosh uh, oh yikes back to um, Annie maybe no oh Annie I would actually love to do Annie again sometimes I do listen to Tomorrow okay. <laughs> Spotify, so if yeah. anyone's out there looking for an Annie 
Nicholas and, uh, is your uh, Annie uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is an Annie too, is there? What happened? Annie Moore will yeah, be the next Annie one, Moore. I think. <laughs> so, uh, regarding acting idols, whether it's someone you've acted with, maybe locally, or someone on, you know, world famous, is there someone that you kind of follow or look up to, try yeah. and learn off or listen to? There's a couple of people actually that I don't, well, like, I, I think, like, what would they do if they were in this pickle? Like, what choice would they make? And I always think about Ashleen O'Sullivan, who's an actress that I've uh, done a play with. So I got to know her process really well. She, oh, she's done a lot of theatre with Druid. I think she mm. was in. Uh, Raw or the clinic, one of them. Okay, yeah, yeah, one of those. <laughs> but she's amazing, yeah. and her just so the way she worked was just incredible, and her command, you know, the space and the 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 audience was amazing. But but I also look up to Killian Murphy quite yes, a lot. He's amazing. He, he? He's an amazing actor, but he has this really good way of keeping himself kind of neutral as a persona. You mm. know, we don't know much about him. No, no, he does a rare he, interview, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, and that very kind of feeds into his work then, you know, True. that he yeah, can yeah. just become anything, you know. So I like his ethos, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's amazing. He's um, cool. Any, as I said, famous actors that you've worked with lately or in the last years that we might know, even for Irish stage or screen or beyond? Um, or someone that was very funny on set with you that you enjoyed? Oh, gosh, um... I worked with Matthew McFadden. He's in Succession now. Okay. I don't know if you watched that show. Oh my God, watch it. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. um, uh, that was on Ripper Street. And he was he, he was really brilliant, but very much head in the job, you know. Okay. Um, in a play, I worked with an actress, Tina Callagher. She was the, um, in The Snapper, she was uh, the, the woman having the baby. Oh, right. Um, okay. Uh, Yvonne, I think is the name of the character. It had the baby. It was Sharon. Sharon, was yes, it? Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Yvonne was the friend. Yeah, yeah. I worked with her. She was amazing. Uh, she's just unreal. Like, she's just a brilliant actress and just so like, you know, she'd be like, no, you have to do that now. You have to do that every night because that's your craft. <laughs> you know, you didn't want to curl my hair that night because no, you have to do it every night. <laughs> right. Because okay, so she's brilliant. Very yeah, matter of fact. Yeah. And any... Uh, Stuff that happened to you, whether it's young or old, funny, maybe it's the most embarrassing moment being on the stage or anything that maybe people didn't realise the audience was going on. Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, I remember my my shoe flipping off one night and landing in the other actress's lap. <laughs> where she handed it back to me. She was her As shoe. You do. Yeah, that was mortifying. But in the moment, you're just getting on with the play and then yeah. afterwards, we just laughed our heads I know, off. Yeah. You can't time. freeze, I suppose. You just keep going. You keep have going. to keep going or yeah. work it in somehow, you know. We, oh, we, your shoe. Are you throwing your shoes at me now or something? I don't know. Yeah, we were, we were doing a mean. local play here years ago and a gentleman had his phone in his pocket and it went off. Oh, yeah. And he answered it. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> we had a phone incident here last week as well, so we're well used to phone issues. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we yeah. got through it fine last Did week. Oh, yeah. and Troy. Oh, and Troy, we're watching out for him again this week. <laughs> so right now, I mean, it's still obviously kind of pandemic restrictions. But in general, in the acting world, is it hard to get work? Maybe people don't realise how much work yeah. you have to do to get one role. Like, yeah. Do you find it difficult? Very, very hard. I mean, it's it's hard to get the auditions it's mm. hard to get the, through the door and, you know, once you're getting through the door, then you're, you're kind of in the battlefield. So it's yeah. the battlefield is where you want to be, you know. Yeah, but just to get there is difficult. To get there is difficult. But that's the job, you know, so. Yeah, I suppose you just get used to it, but it is hours and hours of it's tapes just and tapes sending in. And tapes at the moment, everything's on tape. And like, I, I always kind of equate it to for every job you get, there's 50 that you've gone for that you didn't get you know yeah. so you're just constantly like throwing it out there and the job you'll get is because you sent something into them six months ago and they bring you back in yeah. so you have you to give everything it. to ev everything you go yeah. for and, and I think a lot of people out there maybe don't realise that when they go to a play oh, yeah, in a local yeah. theatre they go oh that's just some actress they maybe don't understand yeah. 
they've auditioned for 50 players to get this one like to get that one yeah and it might be the only one they do that year maybe even for a while so yeah yeah. yeah. it is it's mental and like would you as someone in your trade uh, would you agree or disagree that this whole art scene in Ireland is underfunded and underappreciated would you go that far do you know I would have uh, uh, like um, uh, even up until February of 2020 I would have been disgusted with how it was funded and treated and even the lack of knowledge in in, in the place of the arts and you know the work that goes into something you know Um, but um, I think the pandemic has had a huge um, effect on how people um, understand how important the arts is. Yes. Because yeah. look, I mean, it was the artists that kind of, you know, <laughs> everything stopped for them straight away, but they were the first to kind of start doing free things for people, you know, yeah. and so much of what they give is 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 of their own time, you know, yeah. it's not always... You and know, I think favorite. a lot of those people just, they want to be creative. Yeah. Yes, they'd love to earn money from it yeah, as well, yeah, but when course. they can't earn money for like the last year, yeah. like you could see yeah. it, whether it was musicians or actors, they're like, oh, we yeah. just want to do something creative. Exactly. Like, you know, and I think it's a, it's, it's very important as well, I even think, for mental health. You know, oh, as you said, yeah. whether it's the person performing, the mm. person working in the crew, or the person in the audience getting to yeah. see something like it. Yeah. And I think the, yeah. from the top table in the country, I don't think it's probably understood to it, that level. It, I think in, um, uh, the, the appointment of Catherine Martin as minister mm. has made a huge difference okay. and she has invested in it and she, she does seem to understand. She's proving quite popular amongst us. Yes, OK. Well, that's good. <laughs> so we hope that it, the momentum will keep up. And um, yeah, yeah, I think... Um, it, it's positive so far. So okay. well, that's think. good. And we, we at the end, we're going to chat about you have some live theatre coming up oh, very yes. soon as well. Yes. So away from all the world of acting, uh, again, I think I don't know what you don't do, but you do loads of things. But Cooking. you also you make beautiful handmade shawls, or is it shawls? Shawls. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, um, I love knitting. Knitting something I've always done, and it's always been great to just kind of keep creative, you know, yeah. all the time. Yeah. So I have some pieces now. I haven't done much knitting this year. I have okay. to complain. I haven't done much. But uh, what I do make. I sell through Cochinai, the wonderful, yeah, wonderful Tara. Yeah, not just yeah. wonderful for Cochinai, but no. Cordia Festival, amongst other things. Yeah, but yeah, yeah a lovely shop, a really nice shop, and that's yeah. a good one for Father's Day as well. Anyone, anyway, yes, in, so yeah, it's good one for Father's Day. So that's yeah. where the people can get your shawls. Yes, yeah. And yeah. if you weren't in the acting world at all, what other job would you look at and go, oh, I'd love to do that? Oh, God, I, like I do love making things. I love constructing things. When uh, engineering was the thing that came up when I was a teenager as well, but I think that's because. My other brother was an engineer, so okay, maybe. So maybe but, uh, the DNA. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. <laughs> TV presenter. Yeah. This yeah, could be a job yeah. in a few weeks. Out of here. <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> don't drink what's in your glass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From, from following you, you know, seeing you on social media, you generally are very positive, optimistic, and you seem to love Sligo. Oh, yeah, I love Sligo. And what yeah. would you love most about it? If you were to sell it to someone to say, why would I come here to visit or to, or to live? What would you think is oh, one of the best things? Well, gosh, it's very, very hard to pick one thing, mm. but I think the art scene in Sligo is unreal. Yeah. I mean, the, the theatre scene, the literary scene, and the music scene, obviously, but even the literary scene, like, you know, there's yeah. so many writers that are from here, and I know so many people come here, Yeah, but there's an awful lot of you know it's a real mix of all that scene in such there. a yeah. mix and yeah, I suppose yeah. that you can come for a job but then the arts world here will give you your memories and your enjoyment yeah. or maybe your kids get into that world Yeah, so yeah, it's not yeah, just a beautiful yeah, natural yeah. beauty yeah no I think yeah, that is yeah. a huge scene here as well yeah, you know, for sure yeah, yeah. and now, I know it might be hard for you to be negative now, but what would frustrate you about Sligo? You know, if you were if you were the mayor or a councillor, what would you kind of be starting to change? Oh, mm, I know, God, mm, the roads. Um, I know. <laughs> I actually, um, do you know? I, I, not really from the last year, but it was. It always kind of struck me that we never really. Maybe this is more of a West of Ireland thing, but we've never had that commuter flight to London. 
Do you know that, like, get to knock or, or whatever at, you know, nine in the morning or eight in mm. the morning, fly out and then be able to, you know, you can do it from Dublin. Yeah, yeah. But you can't really do it from the west of Ireland, no, you know. That's probably quite a, a naive, you know, no, well, it, if that's, thing, but, but it, it could I'm be a huge thing, as you said. It could be, people, it could be a tourism yeah. and work thing as well. Like, yeah. And yeah. if I gave you a million euro check, what would be the first oh. thing you'd build or do with Sligo Town? Oh, uh, uh, run away. No, I would, uh, <laughs> I, I would give it to the renovation fund for the Hawkeswell Theatre. Oh, OK, a little plug there as well, if you don't mind. <laughs> Good cause. So before we talk about your wonderful show coming up at the Hawkeswell, we're going to have a bit of fun. We're going to do our yeah. quick 10. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to ask you, like, it might be more 10 questions. I'm not even sure, to be honest okay, with you. OK, I'll count them. So quick as you can, you can't delay and right. you have oh, to pick God. one, OK? Uh, so, favourite movie? Oh, um, oh, uh, Moulin Rouge. <laughs> favourite band? Uh, Water Boys. <laughs> Strand Hill or Ross's Point? Oh. Let's get you into a lot of trouble. Point. Oh, okay. I don't like Ross's Point. Surfers or Shams? Shams. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got her to do the accent. <laughs> Who would you rather have lunch with? Eamon Cunningham from EJ's or Niall Delaney from the Ocean FM? Eamon. Yeah, more cracking, <laughs> is he it? He puts me in one of his videos. Ah, well, there you go. Now, Eamon, the call out is there. Favourite TV show? Oh, Succession. Succession. That's a double mention for that. Uh, TV show you hate? Or you couldn't bear to watch? I, I had trouble with um, Shit's Creek. Okay. But I'm, I'll give it more time. Right. Okay. We'll come back in a later but, episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll check in with Nicola. <laughs> Book fast or tequila? Tequila. <laughs> Dance or chat? Oh, you can't separate them. They can, they can happen at the same time. One or the other. Okay, we'll let you wait with that one. Four lights or bistro? See, it depends on the day of the week, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> oh. Four lights. Four lights, okay. Cans on the beach or champagne in Coach Lane? Champagne in Coach Lane. <laughs> Hawkswell or the model? Hawkswell. Okay, and your favourite saying, if you can think of one? I didn't come this far just to come this far. Fair enough, we'll take it on that. <laughs> and before we let you go, as we said, you've a new production you're involved yeah. in in the Hawkswell coming up. Uh, can you tell us all a bit more about yeah, it? Yeah, so the Hawkswell is opening back up. It's been months and months and months since uh, audience have... Uh, have been able to come in and uh, we're doing a show uh, samples of work that a uh, few of us have made over the year uh, there will be myself and Miriam Needham doing a piece from her play Snapshot there'll be Sandy Kelly and Shamey O'Dowd singing Seamus O'Rourke and yeah. um, we'll be doing one of his pieces Killian Filan and Luke Devaney right. and Amy O'Hara oh, so it'll be great anyone there as well. Well. Well, well, yeah it'll be oh, great night oh, what is, when is it on again it's, it's on the 26th Saturday so that's Saturday week 8pm the Hawkswell there's a few tickets left Hawkswell.com Hawkswell.com yeah very good yeah. well Nicola yeah. it has been beyond a pleasure having oh, you thanks. on thanks so much and the best of luck and again anyone out there that loves the arts world get out supported buy your tickets buy them early as well when you hear of a show yeah. thanks very much for being on the show thank you thank you Thanks for listening to the Sligo Show podcast. I hope you enjoyed. And wherever you have listened, if you enjoyed it, we'd love if you'd give us a review or give us a like. And we'll see you all next time.